This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. So while uh, uh, the outgoing uh, Tswani Mayor Randall Abrams says his untimely resignation was meant to prevent political instability in the city of Johannesburg and Egorelian metros, uh, the spilling over into the capital, um, some have said, uh, insiders have said that in fact, you know, he was left with no choice um, but to resign. So a case of uh, he didn't jump, but instead was pushed. In the meantime, it's emerged that the finance MMC um, has uh, taken temporary charge as acting executive mayor. That is uh, Peter Sutton. He joins us on the line. Good morning to you, and thank you very much for your time, Mr. Sutton. Good, good morning, and good morning to your listeners. And let me just quickly say, Randall Abrams might be able to make a success of Chwani. But Randall Williams, who's the mayor, will probably not uh, not do very well at Idol. So uh, well, I don't think we well spotted, to, uh, well spotted. It, no, thank Randall you. <laughs> Absolutely, it's Randall Williams, uh, not that Randall. It's a wrong uh, Randall. Thank you for for pointing <laughs> no. out that mistake. But just to confirm, then, uh, what the arrangement is um, in the interim? Do you then officially step in as? Uh, um, and how does how is that decision made that you step up as a, an acting mayor? Is that in fact a title that you take on? No, absolutely. You know, I'm going to put it for you in perspective. Mm. So the executive mayor uh, is Randall Williams, uh, and I uh, personally am very fond of Randall. I think he did a superb job. Um, he had his challenges, but I don't think he's to blame for them. But uh, Randall has delegated powers in terms of counsel to appoint an acting person should he be out of the country or on leave or for any purpose that he deems fit. I have been uh, appointed as leader of executive business, and it's the custom that the leader of executive business uh, stands in for the mayor um, in a time when he's not there as acting. And I have done so numerous occasions over the last year. We do not have a deputy mayor in the city of Chwani. If we had a deputy mayor, that would have been the person who would have stepped in. But because we don't, he delegates it to me. I don't have any executive powers. Mm-hmm. I can simply represent uh, the executive mayor in structures like MACO and council and official As business a proxy? of the city of Chwani. I beg your pardon? As a proxy? Uh, as a proxy, yes. Mm. Uh, but uh, I can't, I don't have all the, I don't have his full powers. So that's mm. what I mean. Okay, and so then just, I can only do it as a proxy. Yes. Okay, so just to be clear, the ma- the, the, the Randall Williams then uh, stay remains mayor, I gather, until the end of the month. Is that correct? correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah, until twenty eighth February. And what happened is, I mean, and it's not a, a strange phenomenon, and I, mm-hmm. I, I find it quite quite um, amusing actually that it's such a contentious issue because it's mm-hmm. not it's not out of the ordinary for people to resign and then to move. The resignation date. Uh, mm. We think of a recent example, Andre de Reiter, uh, CEO of uh, ESCOM, resigned in December and subsequently moved uh, to the end of March, his resignation. We know in the Ditsabola municipality in the northwest in January, the mayor there resigned. And then after uh, discussions with the coalition there, I think it was the ANC, EFF and other parties, withdrew a resignation completely. Mm. So it's not a strange thing. Randall's not withdrawing his resignation. But I think what he, what he did 
and I must be clear, uh, I think you would be best to, to interview Mr. Solim Samanga as a mm. DA leader, because mm. I'm not privy to the discussions that took place. But, you know, we still have council meeting that's coming up. We still have to take decision. Council needs to continue. Randall uh, needs to be exemplified for, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, and, and thanked for the fact that he's not trying to be destructive or, I mean, he's simply just walking away and resigning for the sake of unity in the coalition, as he puts it. And, um, and he's not backtracking on that. What he simply said is, well, let's just continue with the business that well, needs to yeah. be done. Yeah. And I will move my resignation date to the 28th of February. We will allow council to sit. We will allow the processes to be done that needs to be done so residents can continue to receive service delivery. And after that, we can elect right. a new mayor and it can continue. So you say that as far as you're concerned, uh, Randall Williams did a good job and that he's not... Uh, uh, to blame for the uh, crises that uh, these, the, particularly the financial uh, problems that the city is facing, which are well documented. So, I mean, where then does the um, the buck stop in a, when it comes to the city's finances? You are the finance MMC. Uh, how much of uh, this, situ- uh, you know, the situation that the city finds itself in um, actually stops at your table? Well, look, the and that's an important point. Uh, we are, as politicians, responsible for oversight, not responsible for the day-to-day running, and we're not, by law, allowed to get involved in the administration. Okay, so we know that. We've discussed that in the past. So what we can do is, on the financial information that gets provided to us, we can do oversight, and we can, we can look at it. What the AG has pointed out, the Auditor General, and this, I think, is the linchpin, and this will be clarified in the near future once the forensic investigations are done. What the Auditor General pointed out is that there's a, they had a very strong opinion that the financial information that was presented to Randall Williams as the mayor and to other structures of council has been fraudulently prepared and manipulated. Mm. Now, we are busy with forensic audits to determine as that done by negligence? Has that done by incompetence? Or was that done by intent? Now, that would be the key part. You know, for instance, uh, some of the fruitless and wasteful expenditure that was detected yes. is an amount of 1.1 billion rand for VAT payment. Mm. And when we subsequently found that there's an amount of 5.5 billion rand that has been hidden away in the financial statements. Now, again, is that by intent? Is that by negligence or is that by incompetence? We don't know that yet. And that needs to be determined by a forensic investigation. But if that gets manipulated by those who are responsible for preparing the documents and signing it off, and it's not Randall Williams, then, you know, it's very difficult. We have to do it in good faith. We don't have the privilege in, on a political side to, to do an audit and to say, bring us well, the proof, bring us the bank statements, let us show this. But, uh, you know, it gets prepared, and those who prepared those documents will have to be held accountable if whatever the outcome of the forensic audit will be, and that will not be Randall Williams. And who would, those, who would that be then that would have to be held responsible? I mean, uh, the city went for a long period without a city manager what is the status in as far as that's concerned? Does the city actually have a city manager at the minute? Well, I think, and that's why I think Randall did a superb job. One of the first things that Randall did in this last year, you started the process to appoint a city manager. 
you will recall exactly, you're 100% correct, that City hasn't had a city manager for uh, three, four years. And we, in that time, we had something like seven or eight people who acted in that position. Now, a city manager is the most powerful position in a municipality. That's the person who takes responsibility. That's the person that signs off. That's the person who's responsible for the money. Um, it's not the executive mayor. Mm. And what Randall did is he appointed, which is, in my opinion, one of the best or at least one of the top three municipal managers in South Africa uh, by the name of Johan Mekler. Johan Mekler has an amazing track record, a superb character. He has uh, done uh, numerous clean orders in various municipalities he's been involved in. He worked for National Treasury uh, as a consultant to assist with municipalities that are in a similar case as what the city of Chuani is. And the one thing that Randall did is he embarked and he understood the focus to say it's not the executive mayor that can turn the city. It is a capable city manager. Up until the 1st of September is when Johan Mekler started. This financial audit dates back to 1st of July to 30 June 2022. And in that time, we had an acting city manager uh, by the surname of Masabata or by the name of Masabata, who was appointed um, as part of that process. You will recall about the administration process, which was later overturned by the courts to be Mm. illegal. Um, and she, but the courts also deemed that she will remain in the position until a new city manager is appointed. Uh, and she uh, was, so for that specific financial audit, where we received an adverse audit opinion, it was the acting city manager, Masabata, who was the accounting officer or the municipal manager. And it was the CFO was Umar Banda. Mm. Uh, who was the, same uh, administration, uh, though. This is still under the same administration. The same coalition, uh, yes. the same coalition yes. government. The coalition changed. Yeah. Yes, the coalition changed. You will recall there was an election yes. uh, in last year, and there was quite a, a dynamic change in the uh, in the coalition right. after one. Mm. Uh, previously, it was minority. Subsequently, moved to a majority. Mm. And, Let me just uh, mm. yes, yeah. Just very quickly, I want to allow a caller who's wanting to ask, uh, raise an issue here. Tepo, what is the question that you want to ask uh, of uh, uh, Peter Sutton? Morning, Titi, and morning to Peter Sutton. Mm. Uh, my question to Peter Sutton is, why is the city of Tuane uh, doing with outsourcing? Why are they still outsourcing vehicles, renting vehicles? And as they say, the city doesn't have money. Why don't they insource also the, the, uh, the employers and have ownership of their properties like vehicles and also insource the cleaner securities and so on. And then the second question is, what is uh, his, uh, his uh, can you give us the clarity when coming to his plan when coming to highways bill? Highways bill? Yes, in the city. We have many directors. All right, let's... Okay, that sounds like quite an involved one, and I'm not sure you can answer that, uh, all of that in the time that we have remaining. But just very briefly, on uh, if you want to pick up on some of the questions that raised by Tsepo there. Thank you very much. So firstly, in, when it comes to the fleet that Sepo has pointed out, we, uh, there was a, a policy in the city of Chuane to lease vehicles. However, this year, uh, in the end of last year, was the changeover where we started outright purchases of vehicles. Uh, we had a major fleet that came in in November last year, which was very well uh, documented by the media as well. 
which is outright purchases, which the municipality owns, and we're moving away, uh, slowly starting to to okay. uh, change over to owned assets and by buying directly from the manufacturer. So not from motor dealers, from manufacturers, because that's the best, best value for the, um, for the taxpayers. And then the second one is on the insourcing one. Yes. Well, that's a very interesting decision. And I can tell you very clearly and very directly that the multi-party coalition's focus is not on insourcing. Insourcing is unaffordable. Well, um, it's okay. too expensive. We need full-time plumbers. We need full-time electricians. We need okay. full-time artisans. We need people focused on service delivery items and as it stands now with a major vacancy rate of probably about 38% or 36% in critical positions our salary bill in the city of Chwani is a billion rand a month and we simply just can't afford it so we can't go and increase that to 1.5 1.62 billion and our calculations have shown that if we had to insource security guards only that will increase the salary bill of a city right. with nearly 6.5 billion rand a year. All right, Peter, which we're going to have unaffordable. To, I'm, we're going to have to leave it there. I think as uh, the caller actually did open a can of worms and raise other issues, but uh, we're going to have to park it there. Thank you very much for coming on. Blessings. Thank you and to your listeners. That is Peter Sutton, who is actually the MMC uh, of finance uh, uh, in the city of Tswane. And uh, as you heard him explaining there, he's not quite the acting mayor, but he will be fulfilling certain roles and duties by the mayor without the executive powers. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.